some things to do and see And all that's on the scene From festivals to museums Knott's Berry Farm or Disneyland You can bet that Nick knows what's around So Cal this weekend is hopping With Nick Pagliocchini So tell us what's doing What should we go do and see This weekend is jumping With Nick Pagliocchini For now there is no plan So Nick, tell us all you can Hey, what's up? It's Nick Pagliocchini. It is Thursday, the 1st of February. Can you believe it? We've already made it through January 2024. And this is This Weekend with Nick Pagliocchini, the podcast with all the details of fun things you can do in and around the Southland this weekend and beyond. Just things to really inspire you and hopefully get you out and about to really enjoy what is in your own backyard. Be you in, well, Southern California. LA County, Orange County, Riverside County, San Bernardino County, San Diego County, Imperial County. I got some pretty wild things. In fact, uh, one thing specifically I'll be getting to in uh, Last Call and Free 99 that is happening in Imperial County this weekend, and it's the 77th annual, and I've never heard of it before. So be sure to stick around for that. But I want to start out in LA County, and I want to start out with something going on at the LA Phil. So this is, well, an event that I've kind of touched on because this is the year of John Williams and celebrating the uh, epic uh, conductor John Williams. But this weekend is a century of film music, which is a John Williams spotlight that will be happening throughout the uh, Los Angeles Philharmonic season. John Williams guides a journey through cinema- uh, cinematic history and the soundtracks that scored Hollywood's greatest moments from Vertigo with, um, why can't I think... <laughs> um, Alfred Hitchcock, there we go. And uh, all the way through The Godfather, Indiana Jones, and Batman. And this is happening tomorrow night, Friday the 2nd, uh, Saturday the 3rd, and Sunday the 4th. Uh, both Saturday and Sunday will be matinee performances at 2 p.m. Tomorrow night will be an 8 p.m. performance, and there are tickets available for you. Now, this is really unique because the program itself will have so many people there, but it'll be focusing on film. So you'll have some live performances happening. In fact, uh, pulling straight from information about the performance since talkies first showed music's power to transform moving images so talkies if you're not familiar when there were silent films and then they started adding uh, sound and talking and speaking to it so it wasn't just those subtitle or placards that came up those are what talkies are so since talkies first showed uh, not talkies like talkies the uh, bag and I learned this last week on the podcast I talked about a specific celebration happening in Buena Park at Knott's Berry Farm the Peanuts Celebration. Peanuts as in Peanuts, the uh, characters of Charlie Brown and Snoopy and Lucy and Linus and Sally and all their friends, Franklin. So the Peanuts, I can't say that T hard enough. Peanuts celebration is underway at Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, That was part of last week's episode, but it did uh, bring a little bit of controversy to social media. And if you want to go back and check out that podcast episode to see what I may be talking about, uh, by all means, tune into that uh, episode. But uh, the uh, Peanuts celebration happening at uh, Knott's Berry Farm in Buena Park is happening straight on through, I think it's March, so you can double-check the dates there. Also, you can get more details about that and this week's events at This Weekend with Nick and Nick Pagliocchini on Instagram, as well as thisweekendwithnick.com. So, back to what's going on at the LA Phil, 
and really since I've kind of diverted from it, let's talk about it real quick again. A Century of Film Music, John Williams Spotlight is happening this weekend again tomorrow, Friday the 2nd at 8 p.m., Saturday and Sunday at 2 p.m., the 3rd and 4th, and it is going to be... Uh, back to that description I, that took me down, the Takis versus Takis. Not Takis, the delicious treat from Mexico, but Takis, as in Taki films. Since they first showed music's power to transform moving images, composers have heightened on-screen action and illuminated unspoken drama with soundtracks as inventive and wide-ranging as the films they scored. Few have a greater appreciation for the history of music, uh, film music, or a larger impact on its story than John Williams and the maestro of the movies curates this exploration of a cinematic composition featuring landmark hallmarks, uh, hallmark. Well, I guess it would be Hallmark Hollywood scores performed by the Los Angeles Philharmonic and conducted by David Newman. So that is something that you can check out. Another thing that's happening really cool. I like especially uh, this weekend at the LA Phil is going to, or with the LA Phil, is going to be Beyond Volume, Music and Deafness, which is part of their Symphonies for Youth program. There'll be uh, two programs coming up that are specific to this topic, this Saturday, uh, the 3rd at 11 a.m., and then uh, next Saturday, the uh, 10th at 11 a.m. as well. Now, what is this about? Well, it's how do you uh, hear music beyond the notes? This multi-sensory concert will explore alternative ways of engaging with sound through the music of Beethoven and others. Uh, 45-minute interactive Los Angeles Philharmonic concert, which helps to introduce young audiences to symphonic music. And before each concert, families are invited to participate in a hands-on arts workshop, which is really cool. The concert is recommended for children ages 5 to 11, and uh, all the details can be uh, found at lafil.com or this weekend with nick.com. Uh, heading over to uh, the uh, LA Coliseum, and this is happening on Sunday. Now, this is kind of a wild thing. It was, if I remember correctly, last year was the first year this happened, and this is the Clash at the Coliseum. So the 2024 Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum NASCAR Cup Series race and the 2024 King Taco, one of my favorite places, La Batalla in El Colesio, Oh, that's terrible. La Batalla in El Colesio. So the battle in the Coliseum, same thing, clash in the Coliseum, NASCAR Mexico Series race, uh, where you can be a part of history. So this Sunday, February 4th, NASCAR takes over the LA Memorial Coliseum once again with two epic races in one day. The NASCAR Cup Series with the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum. And for the first time in California, the NASCAR Mexico Series with the King Taco La Batalla. Uh, all tickets come with access to the NASCAR Fan Fest, providing interactive opportunities for fans of all ages. There's driver Q&As, musical performances throughout the day, so much more. Tickets start at $55 for adults and just 10 bucks for kids, 12 and under. So this may be a little pricey for the adult side of things, but it sounds like a really cool thing. Now, I'm really excited because I don't know exactly how this plays out, but uh, the Grand Marshal of the event is... Um, Gabriel Iglesias, so Fluffy, the comedian uh, who uh, sold out Dodger Stadium and uh, is a Long Beach resident and uh, hometown hero for us. Um, yeah, so there's so much happening. Now, granted, the uh, practice races and qualifiers are taking place on Saturday from 10 a.m. until 6.15, 6.30 p.m. The Fan Fest and driver appearances all happening on Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And it looks like that it will be running all the way until about 5 in the evening-ish. So, again, you can get more details about this at This Weekend with Nick or Nick Pagliocchini on Instagram uh, or thisweekendwithnick.com. Now, heading down to one of my favorite places in the South Bay to check out in L.A. County, 
is a South Coast Botanic Garden. This is where Thomas Danbo Trolls was featured, and you heard about uh, this from um, Wake Up Call with Amy King on KFI AM640, and she and I went down and met with them. Hopefully, I will be featuring South Coast Botanic Garden here as an interview uh, with Marilyn, the uh, CEO of the um, Botanic Garden, here somewhere in the near future, but Lunar New Year, New Year celebration is underway beginning this weekend and every weekend in February. So you can head down to the South Coast Botanic Garden in Rolling Hills Estate in the South Bay. So this is going to be in kind of the South, Southwest uh, LA County area. The Lunar New Year celebration is free with General Garden Admission. And General Garden Admission is free for members and uh, about up to $15, depending uh, for non-members. But it is worthwhile for you to consider becoming a member of the South Coast Botanic Garden or any of the Botanic Gardens or park facilities throughout Los Angeles County uh, because these are all part of the county program. And there are also opportunities for you in Orange County and Riverside County and San Bernardino County and San Diego County, Ventura County, uh, Imperial County. All the counties in the area have opportunities for you to support their local botanic gardens and park facilities and then be able to enjoy special events like this throughout the year. So specifically to the South Coast Botanic Garden, they're bringing back to Lunar New Year celebration for a second year with some new twists that will make it even bigger. Their winter blooms and green foliage are a picture-perfect backdrop to usher in the Year of the Dragon, complete with red lanterns and festive activities throughout the entire month of February. Every Saturday and Sunday, the Garden will host two 30-minute live performances, one at 11 a.m. and the other at 3 p.m. Both shows will feature the same types of performances, including lion dancers, folk dancers, and drummers. There will also be all-day activity stations taking place on the lower meadow from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m., as well as different classes that you can purchase for an additional fee to participate in. The Thomas Danpo Trolls, you were able to make uh, birdhouses and jewelry. It looks like some of the activity stations that are happening on the lower meadow uh, will be crafting dragon puppets, uh, puppets rather, lantern making, chopstick races, mahjong, calligraphy, the Go Game, not sure what that is, uh, and Makuna Food Truck will also be serving food for you there to purchase at additional cost. Uh, some of the um, the performances that will be happening uh, throughout the month will be uh, Wushu Sholin, uh, Sholin, Wushu Sholin Entertainment will have line dancers, dragon dancers, martial arts, and folk dancers. Palace Verdes High School will also be presenting drum performances and folk dancers. So a lot of opportunities for you there. And to give you an idea of some of those uh, additional classes, maybe Shadow Stories, a shadow puppetry workshop that will be on February 10th. 11 to noon. It is a fun workshop designed for families to learn to make your own unique dragon shadow puffet. That's $23.40 for members, $26 for uh, non-members. Um, and also the Way of Tea ceremony, which will be happening. Looks like there are two shows. One is sold out already, but demonstration and tea service, 11 a.m. until 12.30 p.m. on Sunday, the 18th of February. You can head over to the Dorothy and John Bohannon Rose Garden at South Coast Botanic Garden, and they'll be partnering with um, one of the local Los Angeles organizations to bring an authentic Japanese tea ceremony experience and guests will observe a traditional tea ceremony hosted and narrated by experts within the field and then will enjoy a uh, modified tea service complete with a cup of tea and some sweet treats. So uh, that looks to be $30 for members and $33 for non-members. Those are just what are available currently. So those are some opportunities for you to uh, check out at the South Coast Botanic Garden. Now off to Orange County we go for Taste of San Juan Capistrano. Now, this is actually tonight, uh, this evening, 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. at the San Juan Hill Golf Club in San Juan Capistrano. 
And the taste of San Juan helps to launch the kickoff celebration of the Fiesta de las Golondrinas. Uh, 25 restaurants and caterers come together under one roof, tempting you with the finest offerings they have to deliver. Admission includes taste from all participants and live music. So what is Fiesta de las Golondrinas? It is Swallows Day and the Swallows Day Parade. This year will be the 64th annual Swallows Day Parade, taking place on Saturday, March 23rd. As the event comes closer, draws closer, I'll give you more details on that. And obviously, it's a perfect uh, representation of what's going on this weekend in and around the Southland. But um, that will be, this is the kickoff for fundraising efforts for that. The Taste of San Juan is available for you to enjoy. $60 is the admission cost for you. And again, that is this evening from 6 until 9 p.m. You can buy the tickets online from Eventbrite and just look up 2024 Taste of San Juan or San Juan Capistrano Fiesta Association. Both of those will help get you there. Again, you can check out This Weekend with Nick and Nick Pagliocchini on Instagram or thisweekendwithnick.com to get more details of how exactly you can participate in the activity. Uh, $70 at the door, so even if you don't get the tickets ahead of time, uh, which saves you $10, you'll be able to pick, uh, purchase tickets at the door um, at the time of admission. Now, while we're in Orange County, I want to introduce you to a new friend of mine, a new friend of the podcast, um, and an actually incredible person, talent, woman, uh, her name is Diana Vogel. She is a licensed marriage and family therapist and an adjunct professor of psychology at Pepperdine Graduate School. Um, also, she's done many, many things. As she's been an on-air personality, radio and television-wise. She does a lot of things on social media, and she is known as the sassy therapist. But what I got to do was something very special and very new to the uh, the. Santa Ana area, the um, Victorian mansion where uh, Diana and her husband Daniel make their home is the Vogel Victorian, and that is something that they literally purchased a year ago. Not kidding. They purchased it in February of 2023. She will tell you all about it in, as I sat down and had an interview with her about it. But what's most exciting is things that are happening at the mansion now for you to enjoy uh, including, I'll give you some details after our interview of some of those things that are coming up, but I will let uh, Diana introduce herself as, uh, well, she really does it best. Yes. Hi there. I'm Diana Vogel, one of the co-owners with my husband of the Vogel Victorian, a 1898 uh, Queen Anne Victorian here in Santa Ana, California. Amazing. Now, so let's go back a little bit, and I want to get to know you a little bit. Sure. Because you have such a unique story, even before coming to the Vogel Victorian. Mm -hmm. What is kind of your background? Because you have quite an interesting story, that mm. you, just who you are and how you kind of relate to the world and everything in that regard. Yeah. So um, by trade, I'm a licensed psychotherapist. Um, I'm also a graduate professor at Pepperdine. So I dabble with the real life emotions of human beings. But as a hobby, I also dabble in all that ghosting entails. So really uh, just growing up being a ghosty and growing up and as a professional psychologist, um, I, you know, blended the two together. So that's really sort of my background. When you were younger, was there something specific that kind of led you down that ghosty path? Because there's such a crossover between psychology mm -hmm. and psychiatry and psychotherapy mm -hmm. that also kind of goes into not just the living and the dead, mm -hmm. kind of that crossover. So was there something when you were younger that specifically kind of drew you toward both the professional world of psychology and psychotherapy, but also to the ghosty world? Yeah, absolutely. So probably most therapists, you'll know they're called the wounded healers. Um, so I, I believe probably, again, I don't know if it was childhood trauma or if it was when I got visited by my first, uh, you know, 
uh, shadow figure. Yes. But I was introduced to shadow figures at a very young age. I would probably say third grade. Okay. And that's when I first had my first, what I think was a paranormal experience. But even if it wasn't, that's how I handled my trauma at the time. And then it evolved into actually seeking it out. So I would make Ouija boards. Okay. I still have best friends from fifth grade, and we would make Ouija boards. Um, first book report was at eight years old in the third grade. And that book I recently found uh, at an old bookstore, and I coveted it. And I was like, I could okay. not believe there was a book. I don't know the title. I don't remember the title. But I just remember it has the famous picture of the ghost coming down the staircase. So See, and that's, so it really made an impression on you. Huge, huge. It's never left me. Yeah. So then flash forward to, I don't know, we'll say somewhere in your educational past, mm -hmm. when you started going down, becoming, moving toward becoming a psychotherapist and going through that educational world and also continuing your relationship with not just the people in this present space, but regions beyond, if you will, or however yeah. you may believe that. Um, how did that kind of transition for you? What, was that, what did that look like? As you went from that young person, you kind of moved into this different realm, if you will, a different part of life. And kind of how did that all come about for you? Um, probably as a patient. <laughs> I was totally a patient first, right? So again, most of us wounded healers started off probably as, as clients and in therapy. I was going to say, and, you, and that truly is one of those things, having been in therapy myself, you, unless you do the process, yeah. you aren't going to be able to assist people. If you don't benefit yeah. from the process yourself, you're not going to be able to Exactly, exactly. So that's pretty much how it, I transitioned into being a therapist. I thought I like telling people what to do, so why not get a degree in it? So Sure. No, <laughs> I, I, no. follow your heart and follow your passion and make a few bucks. Like, and, yeah. then, and in a very good, thoughtful way. I think that's yeah. really where it boils down is that you have your heart in the right space. Yeah, yeah. You have your mind in the right space. Yeah. And you really have people's, you know, best interest at heart. Absolutely, yeah. And not just on this side of the realm. You uh, have yeah. other people's best interest at heart in a very unique way. Yeah, so I've learned that, first of all, uh, it's useless to get a degree to try to tell people what to do because people don't listen. And people pay me for their opinion, but they really don't want it. So, you know, I started to realize as a, a therapist that, you know, it started to drain on me a bit. You know, working with live spirits yes. is really hard. It's really tiring. Uh, this year marks 20 years That's um, that I started seeing clients in, in, in one capacity or another. Um, so I knew that I would have a next chapter. I knew that I would transition still with my love of therapy and psychotherapy and working with humans and behavioralism and all that stuff. I knew I still wanted to hold on to that um, mm -hmm. because I do feel like I'm decent at it. Um, but how can I transition this into the next chapter? And that's sort of how it brought us here. Which is great. So now we can flash forward to not very long ago and purchasing this stunning mansion in Santa Ana, once again, the Vogel Victorian. But... Give us the backstory because it even even the the bones of this house have mm. a unique story from the original owner to when you purchased or purchased it from the second owner I think it was mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all of that kind of give a little bit of background on that if you will. So it's definitely a full a full circle moment for us. Um, I went back and forth between LA and Orange County. Landed in uh, graduating from Orange High School. Went to the local community. Uh, college, Santa Ana College, Great. which is down yes. the street from us. And so that was a good 30-something years ago. And I actually was the first uh, and founding president of the Santa Ana Psychology Club. That's so, really epic. That's and so really it's really cool. Um, I was like president of the year, blah, blah, blah. And what made me realize it was a full circle, circle moment is when I was moving in here, I found the trophies and the plaques from that year that I was the founding president of the psychology club. And I wow. thought, I meant to be here, but also another thing that reassured me that this was the right place and this is where I was supposed to be, the universe was talking to me, this was a sober living when we bought it. And so the previous owner Googled me, which sounds 
sort of weird, but he found out that I was a clinical director over a, a substance abuse uh, rehab and then found out my love of Victorian homes. And he was like, I know that you'll be a good steward for the home and actually a good steward in helping our prior sober living tenants have an ease of transition into their next placement. Because if a sober living recovery, it's really scared to be um, sure. displaced. So he knew I would take care of them. So it was just like a, a fit all around. It was meant that we were supposed to have this house. And that was in early 20... We, it's been 11 months. 11 months. So early mm. 2023. Here we yep. are in January, going into February, February It was actually Valentine's Day weekend. That see, Okay, which is kind of full circle. And you can see the stunning mm -hmm. decorations surrounding us. We'll get to that in a second. Um, when you came in here in the last 11 months, it really had became a passion project. I mean, it was a passion project before walking yes, through the door, yes. but it really became a passion project. And we've walked the floors and have seen the bones of this incredible home. Mm -hmm. You've been so kind to take us a little bit behind the scenes, and mm -hmm. we'll talk about how you can get that opportunity as well. But it is so unique and special, and mm -hmm. it's so, you know, just the property itself and the home. So take us through what the last you know, just not even a year, obviously. 11, 11 months, months have been? Yeah. Yeah. So we moved in. We bought it. Feb we closed February. Okay. Um, we did some minor reservations. The bones were great. The mm -hmm. previous owner did us the favor of plugging up all the holes, putting the roof back Which together, the electric, okay. all the major stuff. The wood has been untouched for 125 years. It's been refurbished but untouched primarily. So within the first four months, we did all the painting, I built the library wall, we made huge renovations, made it my style, mm -hmm. um, brought it to life, and then within four months had our first event, which was a speaking event for my therapy, for being a therapist. Um, and then by August, I said, I need to start having my tea parties. Halloween is going to be my season. So we did a little test run, and from there, it just it blew up. So it's been a whirlwind. Our heads haven't stopped turning. Of course. It's it sort of, I knew it was going to happen. So it was, I never doubted what it was going to be. I just didn't know it would happen this fast. And that's really amazing because so much has happened in the last several years, mm -hmm. the pandemic and everything else, and we're endemic now and trying to figure what that looks like and how yep. that works and building in-store spaces and outdoor spaces and then not just having this being your business, but being your mm -hmm. home and being yeah. able to invite people in here. Mm -hmm. Now, this space, as you said, you do tea port parties, which mm -hmm. a high tea at a Victorian home sounds epic, mm -hmm. but there are some very special guests Mm -hmm. at the Vogel Victorian that you may not find other places. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So we like to say we're enchanted. Um, so through a series of ghost investigations, we've had visits from clairvoyants, psychic mediums, and through our own experiences here in the house, we have about five roommates, um, five spirits that we've identified, four that have lived in the home, and one who's attached from the neighborhood. Okay. Um, and they're wonderful uh, spirits, nothing but light and love. They love that we're here. Again, the stories that we share with our guests are stories that have been corroborated through several different types of investigations um, and experiences over and over again to try to um, so mm, not make them factual, but you know, give a little meat to them, a little sure. bit of supporting evidence that this is what we truly believe our experience to be here. And I think that's a really important part because not only whether you are sensitive, whether you are a part of this, whether you find it to be whatever your relationship is to it, you've done the homework. Mm -hmm. You've looked at the history and the bones of this house. We've mm -hmm. talked about the structure itself, but you've done the background and mm -hmm. you've looked into it. And so these teas that you have, mm -hmm. which started out last summer, the end of last summer going into the fall season, correct? They, we had a run through in August okay. and then they started uh, mid-September. 
Okay, mm -hmm. which is great. And so those were themed to fall, to Halloween, to... So I'm a big Halloween person. And As am I. that's we, yes. right. So we know Halloween starts in Indeed, July for correct. us. Exactly, July 5th. Yes, yes so right after it was, I was decked out and um, we had a run through and thought, we'll just do a couple Halloween tea parties and see how it works out. And uh, it turned out, once I was running through it, how does this look? Like, a tea party's not enough. So we started utilizing every room in this Victorian home, this historic landmark. Um, and she is sort of like the um, the main attraction. Mm -hmm. And I sort of accompany her. Uh, so we use different parts of the house and lead up to this fantastic tea. So we do brunch and a high tea. And that the best part that I think you shared there is the Volga Victorian really is her own Oh. In being. Yes. And when people go into a beautiful home with such incredible architecture and with such an attention to detail mm -hmm. as you have really poured into the space mm -hmm. and have made it so welcoming and inviting, mm -hmm. and that's more kind of transitioning into, we've talked about all the things that we love with ha haunting and Halloween, mm -hmm. but how does that apply for Valentine's Day? Mm. So I think that's the next step for you that's very exciting. Yep. And as I you know started out with, there's love and light, but there's also a bit of sorrow, and there could be a little bit of heartbreak yes. around Valentine's Day. So talk yes. to me about exactly this new venture or the, the new year for 2024 and this first venture into what's going to be happening at the Volga yeah. Victorian for the year. Absolutely. So we're not year-round. We are seasonal. Mm -hmm. um, so with each season comes a complete re renovation of the house theme-wise, and then script, storyline, all that entails. But we always, the one consistent theme with all of our um, our parties, our, our immersive experiences, is that we incorporate uh, our enchanted guests, mm -hmm. the history of the like the era. There was so much rich history, late 1800s, early right. 1900s, and a lot of um, spooky stuff sure. that goes on. So we incorporate that. So for Valentine's, we dubbed it Bloody Valentine's, and we talk about... Victorian customs, Victorian, right. how Valentine's came to be. We do talk with our spirits in the house using dowsing rods and different um, uh, ghost hunting tools. Mm -hmm. So we incorporate what's already here and we sort of build up with a new story for each theme. Which is great. So maybe a real quick little piece of it. Talk to me about St. Valentine because we talked about mm -hmm. that here, but give me a little bit of insight on that background. Yeah, so there's no real true um, way to identify how Valentine started. So St. Valentine was a uh, priest, a saint, actually, and he helped people who were not allowed to get married through the Roman church. He would secretly marry them. Roman church found out. They beheaded him. They martyred him, and he became this saint. And this happened around Valentine's Day, fe February, mid-February. Right. So they dubbed it Valentine's Day. That's one theory that we go with. But it's based on historical fact and, mm -hmm. and research and mm -hmm. everything else. So it shows you that there is a lot of uh, spooky-ooky time that possibly could be attached to Valentine's mm -hmm. Day. Oh, yeah. So we went through this amazing experience. Thank you again for having me over to check things out. But talk to me about what, just kind of give a little overview, a little preview of what people can expect when they come and join you for this seasonal event for Valentine's Day. Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing, and it, the most important thing to realize is not just a tea party. It's an immersive experience. So it's um, about two hours. You arrive, you're greeted with uh, a beverage. Um, from there, once the 
party of 14 because we only seat 14. Mm -hmm. So it's a very intimate, exclusive event. So we seat 14 at a time. Once all 14 guests arrive, we take you and do a little mini ghost hunt in our basement. We do have the full original basement from 125 years ago. So we go down there, do an immersive experience, work our way through the house as I tell the history of the house and the history of whatever theme is tied to it. And so then we make our way into this living room that we're sitting in right now. You get a preview um, slideshow of some more history attached to the theme. Mm -hmm. And then we open the double doors to a fantastic tea that usually leaves people completely stuffed. So, And it was delicious, let me tell you that. But one thing that we haven't talked about, and I do want to uh, show it off oh, a little bit, right. is you do have a very hands-on in this incredible, and I, I, I we talked about this before, it's a very luxe immersive experience. This is not an escape room. This is not what we enjoy for the Halloween season, one of those haunt events. It's very warm and inviting, and it's very fully encompassing in the theme, but this is a special thing that you actually get to make, yes, correct? Yes, So tell us about that. So I believe as a, a, a psychotherapist that we manifest our life, we can we can control our, change our stars, so to speak. So one thing that we do incorporate is that I have about 35, 40 different herbs with magical properties. You get a recipe card and you can put your own blessing jar together. And that's what Nick did here. So our uh, the jars change with each season. So obviously that's a heart for uh, Valentine's Day. You open it up, you go through, you put your recipes to, together. And I teach you how to sort of manifest your dreams. And it's really fun, right? Really inspirational. It really is. No, it really is. And uh, I really believe in the intention of having positive thoughts and figuring out where you want to go and how to get there. So I teach you how to use your blessing jar. As That's just a small part of our, our immersive experience. And the blessing jar is really unique as well because when you, and not to, not that this was intentional, I know mm -hmm. we've talked about, but 14 guests in Valentine's Day is the 14th of February. So I think it oh, all thematically works. Didn't even think about if you that. were down in the new mm -hmm. numbers mm -hmm. idea, yes. it works out beautifully, coincidentally. But you learn so much not just from the people you come with but the people did you experience this mm. with. So when we were in and enjoying uh, sitting around a table like a family that has just come together for this special event, we were able to really get into an intimate space and be able to be open and honest. Mm. And there were people that were singles in the room. There were people that were couples in the room. We had friends in the room. So much there. And when you walk in and start out with that welcome beverage, you're kind of coming into strangers and mm -hmm. you really genuinely leave as an extended member of the family. Absolutely. I think that's my takeaway from the whole thing. Yeah. But also, it's so unique and special because in 2024, we really want to lean into experiences. In 2023, we want to lean into experiences. Mm -hmm. We have so much tangible junk at home. We have so many mm -hmm. wonderful gifts, don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. but they're not as many uh, things for us as experiences and memories to be built with those mm -hmm. that we care about or even making some friends along the way, meeting some new people. Mm -hmm, absolutely. So I, I couldn't agree more that I remind people you're in our home. Mm. This is not a this is not a venue that we rent out per se. It's our home. You're eating at our table where we eat with our children and our family. So we want it to be very intimate. And, um, you know, some of the takeaways that people say is, first of all, Instagram doesn't do it justice. Second That's of all, it's nothing that I even imagined. It's like they couldn't imagine it would be this immersive, um, inspirational, right. unique. Those are some of the comments that we get. And like you said, I think you hit the nail on the head that you absolutely leave feeling like you have this community, these people where, oh my God, I just experienced this, you know, a, a magical night with these people. Now I would 
maybe even hang out with. Right. And, that, and a lot of us did, you know, coincidentally um, know each other beforehand, but there were enough people in the room that we walked away with new phone numbers and new contacts. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. really, um, there was a lot of genuine love in the room mm-hmm. among the enchanted friends, yes. as well as those that were joining us on this side of the divide. Tell us how we can learn more about this amazing event, Diana. Yes. So right now, currently, we're only on Instagram and TikTok a little bit, but really Instagram. I update the stories. I put links to our tickets through HauntPay. So you can go to HauntPay and just Google the or type in through the search engine, the Vogel Victorian. Um, there's also, if you type in the Vogel Victorian, we have phone number and email. But really, Instagram is our friend right now. Sure, we might spread out. We get the website. But like I said, everything happens so quickly that we're trying to keep up with our life. <laughs> We're trying to no, keep up with I it understand. All. And you've got so many things going. Yeah. You've got family, you've got clients, you've got so many things mm-hmm. going on. But mm-hmm. thank you for welcoming mm-hmm. us into your house. This was such an amazing experience. You. you definitely should check out This Weekend with Nick.com as well as Nick Pagliocchini and This Weekend with Nick on Instagram. Obviously, it's a friend for the Bogle Victorian. Mm-hmm. But this is a fantastic, op- uh, fantastic rather, opportunity for you to get out and try something new and different mm-hmm. to celebrate a day of love and a day of joy, a day of Valentine's Day, but so many other opportunities seasonally that'll be around throughout the year. Mm -hmm. So get out and enjoy something special this weekend. I have to tell you that Diana Vogel is truly a fantastic personality, and I cannot even begin to explain the energy that comes from her. Now, you get a little bit of it in the interview that we had, and that interview took place After we had done the event, which was a special preview of her Bloody Valentine brunch and also a haunted tea party. Now, we talked until 1230 in the morning. Um, This is a couple of weeks back. And I can't tell you the energy to this day from experiencing Diana is just palpable. And she is one of those people that comes into your life And you really experience her and to have this immersive experience and be welcomed into her and her husband Dan's home and really become a part of the family. It really is a special experience, whether you believe in things that go bump in the night or not. Overall, it is truly a unique experience visiting an 1898 Queen Anne Victorian home that has been fully restored and then has these unique and special touches that Diana and her husband Dan have added If you get the opportunity and you do attend, which I highly, highly, highly recommend, and there's many, many opportunities, I'm going to talk a few about a few of the events here that you can attend at the Vogel Victorian, but in the carriage house, which is the garage, quote unquote, but was the original carriage house, uh, Dan has a man cave upstairs that is absolutely stunning. So if he is being uh, feeling uh, so generous and um, willing and able, uh, he may give you a tour of that as well. And that is actually a quite, I would say, a bonus to be able to check that out. So again, Diana Vogel, the sassy therapist, you can visit the Vogel Victorian on Instagram. That's the easiest place to find details about this experience. Experience and about the home in downtown Santa Ana, Vogel, V-O-G-E-L, so it's the, T-H-E, Vogel, V-O-G-E-L, Victorian, V-I-C-T-O-R-I-A-N, all one word, the Vogel Victorian, or you can always head over to the Sassy Therapist, um, that'll also get you to where you need to go for details, but what you can do to experience the uh, fun and excitement and maybe a few things that go bump in the night, as I did, wa- is to... um. 
attend the Bloody Valentine Brunch Haunted Tea Party. So one of the opportunities is coming up on Sunday, February 18th at 10 a.m. Vast majority of the events between my chit-chat with Diana and now have been sold out because a lot of uh, the influencers and other media professionals that were with me that got that special preview have posted things online. You can also see some of my posts, again, this weekend with Nick and Nick Pagliocchini on uh, Instagram uh, and social, Facebook, and things to that effect. But, um, yeah, so this is one of the opportunities that is available again Sunday, February 18th uh, at 10 a.m. And it is a, a really special, unique experience. And you start out in the basement and you move through all the rooms of the home. Um, now, Diana and Dan and their family live in the upper floor. So you only uh, will be moving through the basement and the first floor. But you'll see an amazing uh, kitchen and a stunning uh, breakfast nook, if you will. Uh, also a beautiful parlor. I can't even begin to tell you exactly how much um, fun it is. Now, all these events are 18 and over, and that is for a very specific reasons, uh, especially because some of the subject matter that is covered could be a little bit, you know, not quite there, but uh, for younger uh, participants. But anyway... Sunday, February 18th, 10 a.m., that opportunity, Bloody Valentine Brunch Haunted Tea Party with a Psychic Medium. So that is a brand new event uh, in addition to what we experienced, uh, having an actual Psychic Medium for you there. Also, just to experience what we had at the end of the month, at the end of February, Sunday, February 25th at 10 a.m., it will be the Bloody Valentine Brunch Haunted Tea Party underway. Now, if you want to get a jump on Mother's Day, it does look like on Sunday, May 12th at 10 a.m., you can experience a special edition uh, Mother's Day Brunch Haunted Tea Party, and it looks like that'll have bottomless mimosas and a whole lot more, including a mini ghost hunt in the original basement, as we did. Uh, but you'll also be able to, uh, well, it looks like uh, really have some fun and unique experiences with your mother, if you so choose to bring her along for the ride. Or she may be able to be re from the other side. Also, later in the year, uh, already looks like one of the ha haunted Halloween tea parties is set up. That will be Saturday, October 19th uh, in the evening. It looks like maybe two showings. No, no, just from 6 to 8 p.m. on uh, Saturday, October 19th appears to be the first tea party for the Halloween season. It's already up on the website for them. So again, you can get details about this in the show notes at thisweekendwithnick.com. And now, as it is the time of the podcast episode for you to enjoy, well, you know, what's last call and free 99. Alrighty, so starting out with uh, Last Call and Free 99 for this weekend is going to be the Grammy Museum Free For All, sponsored by Roland. So paying tribute to music's rich cultural history, the Grammy Museum, which is located at LA Live, explores and celebrates the enduring legacies of all forms of music, the creative process, the art and technology, the recording process, and the history of the premier recognition of excellence in recording music, the Grammy Awards. Now, what um, is Roland? And that's something I had no idea. In fact, tomorrow is when the free-for-all is happening, Friday, February 2nd, presented by Roland. Now, Roland... 
um, is a uh, specific, well, I'm going to get to that in a second. So uh, the Grammy Museum is opening its doors for free tomorrow, February 2nd. And thanks to the generous support of Roland, admission to the museum will be free for all ages from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. and features two special beat-making workshops. That's the important part to remember. Beat-making workshops hosted by Roland with award-winning lo-fi artist Sarah the Illustrator instrumentalist so that's at 11 a.m and 1 p.m now i had no idea what roland was and had to do a little bit of a deeper dive in this so uh you'll learn the history of the legendary roland tr808 drum machine its impact on countless grammy winning songs and see how fun and easy it is to create your own 808 beats with Roland Zen Beats, SP samplers, and software instruments in Roland Cloud. An exclusive preview of Somewhere in Detroit, Roland's soon-to-be-released short film on Submerge, Underground Resistance, and the soul behind Techno's most creative community will also be showcased during the day. So again, free 99 tomorrow, Friday, February 2nd. It is the Museum Free for All presented by Roland uh, at the Grammy Museum, downtown LA at LA Live from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. And it's really... Really interesting because I guess the uh, uh, Roland Corporation has been around for more than 50 years and they have provided innovative electronic musical instruments and multimedia products that have fueled inspiration in artists and creators around the world for decades. Uh, it's been embraced by hobbyists and professionals alike. The company's trendsetting gear spans multiple categories from pianos, synthesizers, guitar products, and electric uh, electronic percussion to DJ controllers, audio video solutions, live streaming products, and more. This is not an ad for Roland, but it was so interesting because it's something that I didn't even think about. And to have them presenting this really cool experience for you, free 99 and last call tomorrow only in downtown LA. That's pretty cool. That's pretty uh, unique and special. But uh, this is something I teased at the beginning of the podcast episode, and it is happening in Imperial County. If you're not familiar with Imperial County, that is to the east of San Diego County. So it's part of Southern California as you're making your way out toward Arizona. But uh, it is the 77th annual uh, Carrot Festival happening in uh, Holtville, which is uh, in Imperial County. I had no idea. None of this stuff was ever on my radar. Uh, so there is so much happening uh, for this. This is not free 99, but this is a really, really, some of it is free 99. I'll tell you which is of some portions of it, but really, really interesting to me. So the Holtville Chamber of Commerce, which is in Holtville, California, again, to the east of San Diego County. Um, yeah, I had no idea. And the 77th annual Carrot Festival. No idea. So the Coronation and Citizen of the Year Banquet is taking place tomorrow night at Holtville Swiss Club. Featuring the award for the 2023 Citizen of the Year, President's Award, and crowning of the 2024 Carrot Festival Queen, Princess, and Junior Princess. That's happening tomorrow at 6 o'clock. And it's $40 per person uh, ahead of time. You can uh, get tickets at the door if they're available for $45, so it's 5 bucks more. And if you are, have a larger party, you are able to reserve a table of, of up to 8 for $320 and save a little bit of money there. But anyway, this is just wild to me. So I'm sharing it with you because that event is happening tomorrow. Now, the rest of the Carrot Festival does not happen until next week and weekend. But again, this is this weekend with Nick, so it's all it's all there. Uh, the Carnival opens on Thursday, February 8th, and that will be from 3 p.m. until 9 p.m. at the Carrot Carnival Midway or I don't on Holt and 6th near Holt and 6th Street in Holtville. Friday, uh, that's Thursday the 
8th of February, Friday the 9th, from 4 to 10. You can also enjoy the Carrot Carnival Midway, again, at Holton 6. But the Carrot Festival kickoff concert featuring Table 5 Band will be on Holt Avenue from 7 to 9.30 p.m., where you can enjoy live music, a beer garden, and tacos. That one is free 99 for the public. Uh, so head on out and check that out. Saturday, February 10th, uh, starting at 7 a.m., is the Carrot Festival Mile and 5K Races. Uh, looks like you can get applications to join that at the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, but 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., the street fair is underway. Uh, that's going to be along Holt Avenue and also at Holt Park. Food, craft, and info booths uh, for things that are going on in Imperial County and around Holtville. 10 a.m. is the Carrot Festival Parade. Did you have any idea any of this was happening here in Southern California? This is why I love coming up with This Weekend with Nick and having been a part of uh, Later with Mo Kelly on KFIM 640 for all of 2023 and bringing you information, but taking an even deeper dive this year into even more unique uh, opportunities for you to get out and enjoy what there is in your own backyard or even a part of your backyard that you didn't even know existed. So, uh, 10 a.m. Carrot Festival Parade. That's Saturday, February 10th, featuring school children, bands, floats, antique cars, and tractors, equestrians. The citizen of the year that was crowned uh, last, well, tomorrow. So uh, that would be last week when this is happening. But Friday, February 2nd is when we'll be finding out who the citizen of the year is. Also, who the uh, Carrot Festival Queen Princess and Junior Princess and their court are. And the route for the parade. Heads west along 5th Street from Maple to Cedar. 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. That Carrot Carnival Midway is underway again Saturday, February 10th. 11 a.m. until 4. The Student Art Show will be open during the day at the Civic Center. And at noon, uh, Parade Awards will be at the stage near Holt, or along Holt Avenue. 12.30 p.m. A school drumline competition will be happening near the gazebo. And uh, new this year from 5 to 7 p.m., Mariachi Arcero de Valle is going to be performing. So pretty wild. And then Sunday, February 11th, uh, 10 a.m. until dusk. The street fair is back along Holt Avenue and Holt Park. And the Carrot uh, Carnival Midway will be uh, uh, in Holt Park and uh, or at Holt and 6th Street from noon until 9. I Just wild to me. And I don't know if I'll be able to get out there to enjoy this. But if you do, be sure to tag me on social media or slide into my DMs because I want to know about it. This weekend with Nick and Nick Pagliokini on Instagram. You can also message me if you're a little bit more old school and just want to shoot me an email, send me some pictures. Uh, you can contact me via the website thisweekendwithnick.com. Shifting gears is a great transitional phrase, but also is the name of the San Bernardino County Museum of Art's brand new exhibit, A Miniature View of America's Changing Car Culture, that opens tonight. And it will be happening at the San Bernardino County Museum uh, in Redland. So if you've ever been to one of the other stations that I was on here in Southern California, actually two of them, uh, KCAL 96.7, KCAL rocks, and uh, COLA 99.9, which is, uh, you know, uh, oldies. And yes, would be maybe a competitor to Coast 103.5, where you can find me with the LNK Morning Show uh, along the coast uh, most mornings. Uh, but anyway, Shifting Gears, a miniature view of America's changing car culture is underway as of today. And it is a focus on small model car exhibition featuring a collection of more than 150 model cars that were donated by Charles and Shelby uh, Obershaw and provides a unique lens through which to explore America's changing car culture. The cars may be small, but the ideas with the installation that they explore are mighty and large. 
the exhibit highlights how cars have changed through time, working cars versus luxury cars, and the uh, role they have played in San Bernardino County, especially in the racetrack industry. There are some incredible racetracks that have a massive amount of history. So you can visit a uh, museum.sbcounty.gov to find out more about that. So again, museum.sbcounty.gov. Or again, thisweekendwithnick.com, thisweekendwithnick, or Nick Pagliocchini on Instagram. Now heading out of the Inland Empire and heading over to Orange County for a handful of free 99 events that are happening uh, as well as last call back to uh, Anaheim Garden Walk which is uh, not too far from Disneyland in the city of Anaheim Cupid Corner Valentine's Day Market from Creative Market SoCal will be happening uh, tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday, tomorrow from 5 to 9 p.m., Saturday from 2 to 9 and a Sunday from 2 to 9 all four days it is free 99 with selfie photo booths, fantastic eats and treats, family and pet friendly, kids craft areas, live music will be performed, and 40 uh, over 40 unique vendors will be out there uh, getting you ready for Valentine's Day. So it's a great opportunity to do some shopping for your significant other and loved ones. Also in the uh, Anaheim area, going to be on Saturday. Uh, the third from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. at the West Center Street Promenade is Black History or is the Black History Parade and Cultural Fair. So this annual Black History Parade and Cultural Fair is organized by the Orange County Heritage Council and was founded by Helen Ship. The parade features noted community members and elected officials, community groups and schools, along with church units, singing and dancing units, city service vehicles and community members who participate in the history of Orange County and surrounding areas. The parade is followed by the cultural fair featuring educational and informational booths and activities, vendors, business booths, youth village activities, health and information screenings, entertainment and food. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the um, Anaheim area, and it really is done well. And that's kind of what I want to say for that specifically. It is a fantastic opportunity for you to uh, be able to try something there. Now, uh, heading over to Santa Ana for uh, Last Call on Free 99 is going to be the first time the city of Santa Ana is honing, uh, honing, hosting a Lunar New Year celebration. It will be at Centennial Park. The Tet Lunar New Year Festival event celebrates the diverse Asian and Vietnamese cultures throughout the community and is intended to be added to the annual calendar of special events going forward. So this new and exciting cultural community festival will be hosted by the City of Santa Ana Parks, Recreation, and Community Services Agency and the Santa Ana Public Library, celebrating the Year of the Dragon, uh, and they will look forward to seeing you. So now, what is Lunar New Year? Well, we've covered this in last week's podcast, um, but it will be celebrated in most places around the world starting on Saturday, February 10th, and will officially end on Saturday, February 24th. Now, most cultures, it is just about a three-day festival, but as time has gone by globally it has expanded to a much larger um, scale uh, celebration and so tet and chinese new year will be celebrating the year of the dragon and again the uh, santa Ana tet lunar new year festival happening this saturday the third from 2 until 7 p.m at centennial park in santa Ana. parking is free on site admission is free to attend they'll have a lion dance dragon dance drummers other cultural performances the anaheim ducks wild wing the mascot will be there along with activities and prizes from the anaheim ducks uh, asian american senior citizens service center will have a tra- traditional chinese costume dance and fashion show calligraphy workshops games and 
prizes. Uh, so much will be going on. And also a fireworks show at 6.45 p.m., which is quite exciting because fireworks are incredibly important to the Lunar New Year festivities. Also over in Fountain Valley, the Fountain Valley Recreation and Community Services um, oh, well, Park at uh, Fountain Valley Recreation Center will be having from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. a Lunar New Year Festival happening. So those uh, that's another opportunity for you. Um, forgot to cover this one. It is in the Inland Empire, so going to pop back over there real quick. Uh, Valentine's Vendor Market happening. Uh, Valentine's Market by Girls Day Out. Uh, Girls Day Out Market presenting Valentine's Vendor Market. There we go. Uh, this Saturday from 11 to 3 at the Temiku uh, Cinemas in Temecula. Tamiku, T-E-M-E-K-U, Cinemas in uh, Temecula. There'll be over 50 small businesses, food trucks, beer and wine, a bounce house, face painting. It's a great opportunity for you to get out and enjoy um, for free 99, an opportunity to support local business and uh, really get out there and have a little bit of fun, but also get ahead of your Valentine's Day shopping for a significant other. And one final thing to wrap up this week's edition of This Weekend with Nick Pagliocchini is tomorrow through Sunday in Los Angeles, Latte Larry's at uh, Minotti's uh, Coffee Shop in Culver City and Venice Beach. Uh, it's the world is eagerly awaiting the premiere of the 12th and final season of the cl- acclaimed HBO original series, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Max, which was formerly HBO Max, is inviting fans out to Latte Larry's, Larry David's short-lived coffee shop from season 10, which will be held at Minotti's um, Coffee Shop, or Coffee Stop, rather, uh, in Culver City and Venice Beach. So both of those are being taken over with a Curb Your Enthusiasm theme, where you'll be able to get free hot coffee uh, of spite. <laughs> Sorry. Free hot cups of spite, which is coffee. Oh, my gosh. And dry scones. One per person while supplies last. Vegan options will be available. Quite an entertaining thing. So if you're a fan of... Curb Your Enthusiasm, an HBO original, which is on formerly HBO Max, now Max. Uh, You can head out to these locations uh, tomorrow from 7 a.m. until 4, pretty much tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday from 7 a.m. until 4. The Culver City location is on Washington Avenue. The Venice Boulevard or the Venice uh, City location is at on Windward Avenue. And yeah, that's pretty wild. I got to tell you, um, I genuinely have never been a subscriber to HBO Max or Max as it is now. Uh, So I don't know much about Curb Your Enthusiasm, but I do know quite a bit about Larry David. And so uh, this is a great opportunity. I know a lot of people are excited about this. Again, at Minotti's Coffee Stop in Culver City and Venice Beach, you'll be able to enjoy uh, hot cups of spite and dry scones, coffee and... uh, yeah, scones. It, pretty wild. Anyway, uh, that wraps it up. I'm Nick Pagliocchini. And once again, I greatly appreciate you taking time out of your day to tune into This Weekend with Nick, uh, where I give you all the details of fun and uh, exciting activities that you can enjoy in and around the Southland and beyond. Now, I did have a couple of people send me some DMs and asking, what have I been up to lately on the weekends? And uh, this last weekend, I actually was in Mexico. I went down to Los Cabos, Mexico with some friends, a celebrated friend's birthday. Uh, if you have not taken the opportunity to travel internationally, 
please, I encourage you highly to do so, especially to Mexico. Uh, some people may be intimidated by certain things they hear in the news and that the media has covered, maybe politics has covered, but Mexico is an incredible country and you can't beat it. It's just south of the border and living here in Southern California, it's an opportunity that you do not want to squander. So make sure to get your passport. And as time goes by, it really is a great opportunity because you can get not only your passport to travel everywhere internationally, but you can get a passport card and that gets you into at least Mexico and Canada. So those are opportunities for you to cross a border into a foreign country, foreign territory. But whether you go to Tijuana or Rosarito or Ensenada or anywhere else, uh, later this year, I will be taking this weekend with Nick Pagliocchini on the road. And we will be going a bit uh, international, heading to Puerto Vallarta in uh, May to enjoy some activities that will be happening there. So that is something for you to look forward to as uh, this weekend when Nick goes international. But other than that, uh, uh, that's what I was up to this past weekend uh, in Los Cabos, Mexico, which uh, would be uh, Cabo San Lucas, if you are familiar, um, or uh, also San Jose del Cabo, which is an older town, beautiful, some really um, stunning architecture there in that town. But anyway, I believe that's it. If you have questions, comments, concerns, you have ideas, you have things going on in your neighborhood, you have people you want me to talk to, the three easiest ways that I've talked about throughout the show are always there for you 24-7, 365, This Weekend with Nick on Instagram, Nick Pagliocchini on Instagram, or thisweekendwithnick.com. And I will see you out and about this weekend. So count this weekend is hopping with Nick Pagliocchini. So tell us what's doing, what should we